0: Fill out the form, come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio and it may be played on the air, who knows. Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. Hello, welcome everyone. Casual Talk Radio at CasualTalkRadio.net is recording on an alternate device here. My name is Leister, I'm your host. I apologize for the difference in audio quality. I am still moving relocating. It's pretty much wrapped up. I have to go and claim the new place tomorrow, but I'm in the physical location that I need it to be. And as a result, my physical hardware that I normally would record the podcast on is still in the van. And it will be too much of a pain to get it out and lug it all the way up here to the sixth floor of this business. By the way, I have the whole floor to myself. It's a penthouse. So and um, please bear with me in the audio quality. Again, I do apologize, but This will be a quick episode, and I think it's a good time to have the topic, have the conversation about this topic, because it was bothering me a little bit. So this, I've, I've not wanted to talk about the whole presidential election and the candidates and all the stuff that's going on, but some stuff was brought up, I was listening to news talk radio as I was driving up here, and some stuff was brought up that was really intriguing, and I wanted to share my thoughts on it and see. If there's others that feel the same way, now mind you, this is not about sides. This is not about how you lean. None of that matters anymore because we've diluted the whole political process, I think, and we've devolved it into the current chaos that it is. It's all cicatery and circus freaks. And really, the pool of candidates isn't really appealing, if you think about it. You've got a bunch of people who tried before and failed. You've got Mike Pence, who's a dub as a doornail. You've got Chris Christie, it's it's almost laughable that he thinks he's going to have a chance. The guy is completely unlikable, especially after what he did. You got Ron DeSantis, who is he's tried to be that next person. He's tried to be a standout person. And what people are feeling now is that, well, he's a good governor for Florida. And I would agree with that. But president, not really sure he has it. And then, of course, this hurricane stuff happened, flooding happened and all that down in Florida. And he had to go take off. And his dealing with the situation wasn't really the best, right? You then have Vivek Ramaswamy, and arguably, or at least on the Republican side, he looks like he has some potential. Some people think, though, that he talks a little too much. He's a little bit too transparent, a little bit too clear, and he may end up turning off some of the older voters. That's fair. And then, of course, you got former President Donald Trump on some arguably trumped-up charges against him. They're making a case to try to keep him away from the office as much as possible. They're doing everything in their power. I heard that Mitch McConnell did his freeze again a second time. I didn't see this because I don't have TV, but apparently this happened a second time. They keep trotting him out there. At at some point, it's like, come on, man, it's time for you to step down. You're too damn old. Meanwhile, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy's out there trying to impeach Joe Biden over the dealings with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, his association with it, and there was some Sean Hannity chatter with some people about that and what's going on there, and it's all... Political circus, as I said, there's no longer a focus on the issues, there's no longer a focus on, you know, our economy, uh, foreign policy, you know, our military, all these things that really matter, things that we should focus on, are no longer. And with this whole impeachment, there's pushback on that one, and they're saying, Well, wait a minute, you just turned around and impeached former President Donald Trump twice on crazy nonsense, and you're saying we can't impeach. Joe Biden, when we got clear evidence he was associated with this business, that's treasonous. It's it's circus. But somebody said something, and it had to do with immigration, and it had to do with migration, state to state, as people flee California and flee all these other states. And I speak from experience because I just fled a state that was turning into, essentially, <laughs> an eastern version of California, that being Nevada, and getting out of there. And maybe one day I'll tell the story about what, what goes on there, but suffice to say, it is true that a lot of people are leaving California for greener grass. Ironically, on the radio, they said it's it's really not about immigration or migration or the people. It You have to look at the kinds of people and the situation that's causing them to move. They're not doing it because they don't like where they're at. They're not doing it because they don't like the leadership. They're not doing it because they don't like the politics. They're doing it because they own some house, and say it's two million dollars worth, and you're able to sell it for that two million, and then you go to a place that's cheaper and buy a better house for a million dollars, pocket the rest, and sit fat. But meanwhile, the housing market it starts to skyrocket, right? Because we realize, oh well, geez, there's money to spend, deep, deep, deep. So we'll just start ripping everybody else off, and they referred to it as essentially equity migrants, which I thought was interesting, and it makes sense because nevada at least from my eyes did not scream anything other than a desert version of california the policies the thought processes everything was just horrible especially under the previous leadership's command and some of the representatives that represent the state just inept no progress made absolutely the whole system i i've talked to tons of people The whole system for getting aid, the whole system for unemployment, everything is designed to blockade you from getting any kind of money. Even if you're flat out frickin homeless, it's designed to blockade you from getting money. Numerous businesses were having a hard time. There was a a couple of strip malls that were right across from where the house was that I was at and one of them had a family fun center and it got shut down. There was a food thing, they had to get out of there, there was this desert plaza thing all of the businesses had to leave it got new leadership it's hard to keep people in there all they can do is build more housing because there's a demand for housing because of the uh the military presence that's up there for the most part and we're starting to see the reverse gentrification happening up there instead of wealth coming into where i was at least it seemed to degrade it seemed like people were getting poorer homeless was increasing it was getting bad that was that was a strong motivator for me leaving but at the same time, you try to buy a house, you're talking 500 grand. In some cases, The that's the minimum, which is a joke, because it's a desert. It's not like it's the most appealing place to be. It's a desert. We had temperatures up to 120 degrees. That's ridiculous. But yet, there are some people that like that level of heat. They say that. They don't live there. They don't, they don't understand. Dry heat of that level is dangerous. It's dangerous to your health. They would learn in short order, but... Most people are trying to leave Nevada just like I did. I talked to moving companies and clean out companies and all these that are independent business owners and the vast majority of them are excited to get out of the place like I was and they see that, okay, somebody's able to pull it off. That means they can pull it off eventually. They just got to knuckle under and make it happen. So this equity migrant situation was intriguing. Okay, now it makes sense. And that's why so many of these places are getting worse and worse no matter where I went on the West because I was in Washington State at first and the main problem of Washington State wasn't necessarily the migration from California though that played a factor it really was that there was no desire to actually build there was no desire to improve it there was no desire to do what was necessary to allow more people to come in so you get businesses they'd all cram into downtown Seattle downtown seattle's yanking out car lanes and forcing bike lanes all over the place they don't they're cramming the freeways down to two they're adding toll roads all over the place they don't want your cars they don't want your business the airport was having major issues so okay this was just turning into a assess okay so i go to colorado southern colorado isn't too bad northern colorado is an absolute garbage nightmare there's nothing out there there's no businesses they don't believe in any sort of you know it's a visibly nice place but they don't believe in Commerce. They don't believe in business. There's nothing there. They they think themselves like a farming town, but it's not a farming town anymore. It hasn't been for a long time, but they refuse to grow out of it. Oregon fancies itself as a throwback town, but as you saw with the whole Portland situation and all the riots and everything else, they've got major cultural issues out there. That was on clear display every single time I went out there. Just the people. It is a it's a cesspool, and it, of course, can't pump your own. Gas. I go to Nevada thinking, okay, that's a little bit better than where I was. Certainly not as good as where I'd like it to be, but it's a little bit better. Initially, it was, and then it started degrading, especially around the pandemic. But the house prices are sky high, and I never really understood that. But the whole equity migrant situation makes perfect sense. And I actually worked for a company that migrated out to Nevada. They offered all the employees windfalls to move out to Nevada. So that probably exacerbated the situation it was not a lot of people but my point is okay you create this pattern everybody could just move over here to Nevada take your million dollars or whatever it is buy a mansion McMansion for 300 grand and pocket the rest I mean geez who wouldn't take that deal so then they were saying the person who's gonna win this election really needs to focus on the economy I would agree with that they need to focus on immigration I would agree with that partially They need to certainly agree with the economy. They need to fix the economy first and foremost. I think everybody's affected by it. Everybody's negatively impacted by it. And it needs to be focused on whoever the candidate is. And everybody that's out there trying to be the president, simply bantering and arguing with each other, you're not going to get the votes of people. You've got to focus on the things that matter. This is why I think Vivek, he's at a slight disadvantage because to date, he's not really heavily spoken about the economy. He is more of a... There's so many different things we need to fix, and I want to talk about all of them. And I don't disagree with them, but I think that the vast majority of Americans don't want to hear about all. They want to hear about this one thing that affects everybody, which is the economy. When he starts saying things like, okay, God is real, and you know this and that, and the other, the nuclear family, I don't disagree with what he's trying to say. I'm saying that you're losing focus, I think, on what people really care about, the economy. The economy's not getting any better, especially now with what Jerome Powell recently announced about, you know, we're trying and it's not making a dent. The prices are still high and we don't know what to do about it. He's basically clueless. Of course he is. It cannot be ignored that under former President Donald Trump, prices were getting back under control. Part of that was due to energy independence, which the current administration has fought against. My point, my only point, and the message I wanted to share because I thought it was an interesting topic is... The candidate that's gonna win this thing, I think economy is gonna be the number one issue on people's minds. We can talk about LGBTQ whatever rights, we could talk about gender dysphoria and the whole reversing surgery laws, we could talk about all these, up fentanyl, right? These are all very important issues and I'm not suggesting that we ignore them. I'm saying that the candidate's gonna win this, they're going to have a very strong message and a plan to fix the economy. And when I say fix it, I'm saying not to give reparations to one group of people I'm not saying that it has to be zero taxes, lies, or any of that. You just have to fix the economy. I say that, and there's a lot to it, but I'm saying you gotta have a plan, and you need to focus on that plan. That's the one thing Donald Trump did do, correct, was he focused on the economy when he said he was gonna go in office. Billions and billions of dollars flowing overseas, he was saying the right things. Whether he pulled them all off or not is a different conversation, but he was saying the right things, and I think that's what we need. That's what we've been lacking. Now, hopefully, We get somebody in office that's willing to take that chance and take that risk and say, I'm going to focus on the economy because I know it affects everybody, period. Everybody's harmed by it. Everybody's screwed by it. We're no better off than where we were before, and we need to fix that situation so that people can get back to where they were. Lastly, and I'll close. As I got out here, I realized, you know, the place that I'm at is really, really nice uh, physically right now. The place that I am renting, which is not where I'm physically at, the moment it's decent looking but it's nowhere near as open as what I had hoped it would be like I am here like this one it's kind of crammed in there and I, I um, it's weird it's a weird layout so I've got to figure out if I'm gonna stay there and I'm gonna create a plan this goes to economy that's why I'm telling the story I'm gonna create a plan somehow for first I have to recoup the money it took to get out here that was close to nine grand just plus a nine grand I have to try to sell the car I don't want to keep see if I can recoup some of that money now that puts me in the red because I've spent you know four grand on a cat converter on it and I'm gonna have to spend some more money on some body work for it but at least it will give me back this short money for the money I spent to get up here put me at a level the next check should be coming next week hopefully that will put me pretty much over a threshold then I'm gonna look into possibly buying something I like where I'm at I like the neighborhood and the area but it's sky high in terms of pricing so I gotta figure out what to do there meanwhile I was considering purchasing down in Texas there was a really nice town home I saw there very reasonably priced very nice layout but it's in Texas and that's not where I'm at so I'm gonna try to find something comparable here my point is I got here and while it's visibly nice and it looks like everything that I would want in a place other than the fact that the house prices are absolutely it means I'm going to have to rethink my plans. I was going to, and with my first endeavor, I was going to pretty much tell them to kick rocks. And I still might. The second endeavor reached back out, finally, and they're trying to get stuff right so they can get back on track on that one. And then I decide, okay, do I just go full throttle with that one? I really don't want to. Because their stuff is kind of, eh, you know, they're not really listening. And the ticketing system and all that is not, um, it's not fun. But... You know it's a it's a weekly check it's you know easy money overall and so it may be that I get back into the two check mode where I can stack bills and then buy something but it's really expensive really expensive and I, I haven't been on the market for a house since 2014 so this is a shit this is a little bit of a culture shock for me. I didn't expect it to be this high. Anyhow if you're in that situation where you're struggling and trying to figure out financially what you're gonna do in the next year or two, while we sort out our, you know, our squabbles with our presidential candidates, give us a hit up CasualTalkRadio.net Hit the contact form. Let us know what you're feeling, what you're thinking. We may share some of your stories on the air. But you know, this whole trip across the country was was interesting. Um, I got to see some really nice people. Got to see some really nice places. I didn't realize New Mexico was as nice as it is. It really is. I wouldn't. I, you know I could live out there easy it doesn't have the shopping I want but the visible, the visible you know it's just amazing and then there's some places that are absolute garbage as expected but it's nicer once I got past the Rockies it was nice to see trees again it was nice to see greenery again it's nice to see farms again uh, everything is a different and so hopefully my mind shifts back in that groove of positive energy positive move forward energy and hopefully you sharing some of that positive energy just by listening to the show although i'm just telling stories my point is to simply educate and inform but also to share a different opinion and get people thinking and get people wondering okay what is our future because i'm concerned for the future by far with the house prices and having to relocate and you know my different client shifts and everything that's going on i'm concerned for Future. And then I can only imagine for everybody else that's not making as much as I do what they're dealing with, what they're feeling if they're a single income household. I talked about single parents and single mothers, and I can only imagine what, how it is for if any of you are listening. I can only imagine how it is, and I'm sorry. I will say it looks like the next candidate we're going to get in that office is going to be somebody that's completely unconventional, it's going to be somebody that's completely different than what we had before because I doubt it's gonna be Donald Trump. I mean, it could be, but I doubt it. And so whoever's gonna go in there has got their work cut out for them to try to fix what we've been suffering under. And, but hopefully what might come out of it is some age limits on the, on the servings. I think the Mitch McConnell situation's got people even more nervous about the future. You know, the fact that we're just impeaching presidents every time a new president gets in the office and there's just political bias back and forth. and We do the omnibus bills, which scare people and cause shutdowns. It's a scary time. So try to keep it together. Try to remain calm. Let's just play it out. But I will say, though, you know, Joe Biden getting elected into office did not help matters. And I think that's becoming clear now. And people are realizing it was really a mistake to put him in the office in the first place. That's all we've got here today on Casual Talk Radio, Gentleman's World. Hopefully it's been informational, educational, and helpful for you. We upload every Monday and Wednesday, so we'll be back for our next episode. Whether you're a subscriber or not, we appreciate you for dialing in today. We know you've got choices. We will be turning back on our guest cadence. We are doing the screening process that's coming very soon. Keep up to date with what we're doing at CasualTalkRadio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, take care, and I will see you on our next upload.